0: Next on the five o'clock report it was about the attempt to destabilize
1: 20 cars peeled off the track.
0: This is the tragedy of epic horror. She believes in religious freedom. Still remember me. Now let's go to the newsroom. Good
2: afternoon and welcome to our five o'clock broadcast. I'm Greg Gillespie. A planned police training facility in Atlanta was set on fire.
0: Police in Georgia say they were attacked in a violent protest at the construction site of the new Atlanta Public Safety Training Center. They say protesters who had just left a nearby music festival threw explosives and Molotov cocktails at police officers and set equipment on fire. This was a very violent attack that occurred this evening. This wasn't about a public safety training center. This was about anarchy, and this was about the attempt to destabilize. Authorities say there were more than 100 people and that this was a coordinated attack on officers and equipment. Police are seen chasing down people in the woods using stun guns to stop the protesters. Atlanta's police chief says what happened was not a legitimate protest and that many of those arrested were not from Georgia.
2: Authorities say 12 activists were arrested. Some of them may face terrorism charges. Norfolk Southern has rolled out new safety measures following its third train derailment in just over a month. According to an internal email, the company plans to reduce train length, among other steps. The move came just 11 hours after a 28-car train jumped the tracks this weekend in Springfield, Ohio. There were no toxic chemicals at Springfield. But at East Palestine, Ohio, the crews continue to haul off toxic materials. But where does that waste go? Not in my backyard, says an Indiana congressman. Three shipments from the Ohio derailment site have already arrived an hour west of Indianapolis, Representative Jim Baird wants those deliveries paused until further tests to confirm what hazardous materials are included in that waste. A vacation turned into a nightmare for four Americans. They have been kidnapped in Mexico. Cam Cormick details.
1: The four were in a vehicle when they came under fire in the city of Matamoros. According to the FBI, they'd driven in from Brownsville, Texas, and were in a minivan with North Carolina plates. They were taken from the scene by armed men. The FBI is offering a $50,000 reward for their return. The U.S. consulate had just issued an alert on Friday because of drug cartel violence in the area.
2: An interesting visual image from John Cornyn, the Texas senator, says that Americans... Most of us have a Chinese spy balloon on our phone, the TikTok app. A growing number of Republicans want to give the president the ability to ban that social media site, citing ties to the Chinese Communist Party. This is really a national security issue and a consumer protection issue. The government has already banned the app on government-owned phones. Many are saying that it should happen nationwide. The controversial Washington, D.C. criminal reform bill has become a political hot potato passed by the D.C. City Council, but Congress and the president may not allow the lighter crime news to happen. The D.C. Council chair says he'll withdraw the bill, but legislative experts say it's too late for that. Still to come on this Monday in the 5 o'clock report, protecting the nation's northern border, a new governor's new budget,
3: and the mushers are joined by a librarian i'm kevin williams and here is your family life regional weather forecast first of all for most areas tonight it's just mainly cloudy snow accumulations generally adjusting to an inch but local amounts of chautauqua county east southeast into north central pennsylvania one to three inches over the higher elevations north of i-80 elsewhere and otherwise just a few flurries after some evening sprinkles tomorrow mostly cloudy brisk winds high temps mid-20s to mid-30s and invariably clouded with some lake flurries and chilly Tuesday night and Wednesday. I'd hear Wednesday mid-20s to the middle 30s.
2: Thank you, Kevin. You've heard a lot about the controversy over America's southern border, but a group of 28 congressional representatives, including three from Pennsylvania and New York, are sounding alarm bells about the border security at the U.S.-Canada border, too. New York Representative Nick Langworthy says because they aren't enforcing immigration and border inspection laws, President Biden and other Democratic officials are sending a loud and clear invitation for others to overrun America.
1: We're putting out a broadcast to China, a bright beacon of light, that we're not a country of laws, that we don't enforce our laws, and they know it, and they know they can profit off of it, and they know we're vulnerable.
2: Langworthy says he's frustrated by big city, blue state mayors who complain about the costs associated with unchecked migrants. The Northwest New York representative says most of America has had it a lot worse for a lot longer.
1: Communities in my rural western New York district, they're already struggling. They simply cannot afford this influx and the crime that comes with it. And this administration's response to the worst humanitarian crisis in our nation has been nothing short of an abomination.
2: Pennsylvania's governor will unveil his budget plan for his first year in office. Brandon Dixon has a preview of what Josh Shapiro will present to the legislature.
1: The Democrat is aiming to remake the state's public school funding system and to put PA on competitive footing with other states to attract major companies. Shapiro has been touring the Keystone State, speaking to business audiences, promising to be a cheerleader for the nation's number two natural gas state and to ensure state government speeds along permits to businesses seeking to hire, dig, or build. He also is vowing to make a down payment on the billions of dollars that public school advocates say are necessary to fix disparities between poor and wealthy school districts in the commonwealth. Brandon Dixon, Family Life News. Conservative
2: commentator Michael Knowles is scheduled to speak this week at the University of Buffalo.
1: It will take place at 7 p.m. Thursday at Slee Hall, which is over on North Campus. Knowles' speech he will deliver is titled, How Radical Feminism Destroys Women and Everything Else.
2: WIVB's Marley Tuskus, the school's chapter of Young Americans for Freedom invited Knowles to speak in Buffalo Thursday evening. Knowles' speech over the weekend at CPAC has spawned controversy. In the nation's capital, he called for focus on transgenderism to be eradicated from public life entirely for the good of society. Most people that visit Beaver Stadium go for their Penn State football games, but in a couple of months, there will be a new event where folks head over the walls, It will be an over-the-edge event on May 19th to raise money for the United Way. Participants will be allowed to rappel 110 feet down Beaver Stadium. It is the second largest stadium in the country. The Center County United Way will benefit. The famous Iditarod race got underway over the weekend amid the 33 dog sled teams is a Rochester-area educator. Julie Westridge is a school librarian at the Colebrook School. She's the only teacher on the trail this year. A teacher on the trail has been offered for the last 24 Iditarods. Prior to leaving for Alaska, Westridge used the Iditarod as a springboard for local lessons.
1: It's really amazing for social-emotional learning topics. It's great math, science, PE, art. You can pretty much do just about anything with this race.
2: Westridge says that her participation as the teacher on the trail will teach a valuable life lesson.
1: Hey, achieve your dreams, do what you want, do hard things. It's really a really strong message to them if I say go out there and achieve your dreams and I'm actually the one out there doing it.
2: Westridge says she first got interested in the race when her daughter received a stuffed animal husky. Figuring that she is a librarian, it makes sense that they started reading books about the dog breed. And that research led to the librarian dreaming of attending the Iditarod. A North Tawanda, New York man is raising money for the Oshai Children's Hospital. He says that hospital saved his life when he was born 28 years ago, two months premature. They went
0: in night in and night out to make sure that I would stay alive.
2: Zach Campus spent the first three months of his life at that Buffalo Children's Hospital. Zach's dad, Mark, recalled his son's time in intensive care for News 4. When
0: you think about it, it still brings, you know, tears to my eyes.
2: This is the third year they've run Zach Gives Back on Facebook. Next at 5, listen to this. Christians are dangerous and their values should be rejected. That message from a school board member in Arizona that school board canceled a multi-year partnership the district had with a Christian college. In this segment from today's Issues in Education on Family Life, Bob Price asked local education advocate Ralph Kerr for a reaction to these comments from Tamilia Valenzuela in Arizona.
1: At some point, we need to get real with ourselves and take a look at who we're making legal contracts with and the message that that is sending to our community because that makes me feel like I could not be safe in this school district.
3: So this school board member, because of her not feeling safe, that school has ended that partnership with that Christian university, even at a time when school districts are facing a shortage of teachers. Ralph, your reaction to this story?
0: Well, the other part of that was that the school board member said that she believes in religious freedom, which is kind of uh, contrary to what she just said. This is just a, a tragedy. We've got school boards taking these positions. Not only do they not like the positions that the Arizona Christian University take, but to say that Christians in general and Christian values make people feel unsafe is just beyond any Any kind of reason that a normal person would have, it seems to me. In
2: our interview with him, Kerr also expressed skepticism about a plan in Pennsylvania to address the shortage of teachers with 17,000 scholarships for those pursuing an education degree. Kerr says, unfortunately, the $1,500 scholarships do not deal with the core issue that many first-year and second-year teachers don't stay in the career.
0: To pay somebody to, uh, to get that degree, who probably is not going to last because they just don't have the heart for teaching, seems to me to be, again, just a waste of money.
2: Ralph Kerr leads the Teaching and Learning Institute. That full conversation is on our news podcast page. Now it's time for your Monday stock market report from Dave Margolotti. It's brought to you by Ambassador Advisors.
1: Stocks began today with sizable increases, but fizzled out this afternoon to end the day mixed. Steel companies slid today on China's poor forward economic outlook. China announcing only an approximate growth of 5% in GDP for the year ahead. Oil also impacted by China's poor economic outlook, but managing to end the day at over $80 a barrel. This week ahead, investors will be monitoring the Federal Reserve Chairman's comments as he delivers the semi-annual monetary policy report before Congress that happening tomorrow and Wednesday, as well as the monthly non-farm payroll data on Friday. The Dow today up three points, the NASDAQ lost 13, and the S&P 500 rose 40. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at ambassadoradvisors.com. Still to come on the Family Life 5 o'clock report, true
2: music fans recognize the name Gary Rossington. If you don't, you at least know his work, remembering the life of the legendary guitarist, coming up on Family Life.
0: Have you ever had a conversation with your future self? Hi, I'm Rob West with the Faith and Finance Minute. Well, that may sound a bit strange, but financial writer Matt Bell says it's an excellent way to think through your financial choices. When it comes to money, we always live in the tension between now and later. So many things demand our financial attention now that it's easy to put out of mind the financial matters that will actually be crucial decades from now. But what would your future self think about the financial decisions you're making today? Would your future self Perhaps say something like, I sure wish you had started saving and investing earlier. You know, life goes by very fast. So think about what your future self might say to you today. It's a worthwhile exercise. Connect with a certified kingdom advisor who's been trained to deliver financial advice that aligns with your Christian values by visiting our website, faithfi.com.
3: And now, time for your family life forecast from Kevin Williams. It's a tricky forecast. Uh, for tonight for those of you in the central and western twin tiers as a storm system a weak system coming east from the midwest could produce a thin narrow corridor of some hefty snows let's spell it out first of all for most areas tonight it's just mainly clouded there will be a band of accumulating snow oriented northwest to southeast stretching from uh, chautauqua county east southeast into north central pennsylvania and there will be local amounts of several inches including smethport powdersport emporium Elsewhere and otherwise, just a few flurries after some evening sprinkles, low temperatures, 20s and low 30s. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, brisk winds, high temps, mid-20s to mid-30s. And invariably cloudy with some lake flurries and chilly Tuesday night and Wednesday, high temperatures Wednesday, mid-20s to the middle 30s.
2: Many thanks, Kevin. And finally at five, the last surviving founding member of iconic southern rock band Leonard Skinner has died. Guitarist Gary Rossington survived the plane crash that killed three band members.
1: If I leave here tomorrow.
2: He and Alan Collins reformed Leonard Skinner in 1987. Gary Rossington was 71. And that's the world we live in this sixth day of March, 2023. Thanks for coming along. I'm Greg Gillespie, Family Life News.